season's greetings, everyone. Ho, it's, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. What did you just call me? It's the Christmas episode. We are going to talk Christmas movies. We're going to kind of, we, I have a little bit of a list here of the top 15. We're going to go through and see, is it, does it match up with what we see? Did they leave anything off the list? And uh, we're going to talk, what's that Christmas movie? I always put it this way. What's that Christmas movie you need to watch yeah. in Christmas season? And yep. I think everybody has one. But first, we're going to start off with, I think it might be, and honestly, we work in a political radio station, so debates are a thing. <laughs> this might be the biggest debate this station, at least our department, has ever had. And that Absolutely. is, is very Die Hard? Heated at times, very heated too. <laughs> People have an opinion, and they aren't afraid to give it Absolutely. up. Maybe that's why we work in the, the medium we work in. Uh, but it's our Die Hard and Lethal Weapon Christmas movies. Now, Brian, mm-hmm. you are a, on of the opinion yes. that they both are one maybe a little more than the other but yes. that they both are yes die hard you can make the argument because it's around a christmas party but that's all the christmas you really get in die hard mm-hmm. and i haven't seen die hard i've only seen it maybe twice it's a great L- movie i'll, I'll say it, that. no yeah i like the movie i'm not i'm not dissing it lethal weapon opens with jingle bell rock <laughs> uh there's the scene in the uh the christmas tree lot mm-hmm. where he's buying drugs uh, everything's decorated for Christmas everywhere they go. Even in the police station, when you first meet uh, Riggs, there's people walking through the Christmas or the through the police station singing Christmas carols. It's okay. Christmas time. So yeah, it's a to me, it's a Christmas movie. Okay. Even the end fight scene when uh, he's battling uh, Gary Busey on yep. the lawn, the sprinklers are running because it's L.A. But there's plastic <laughs> ornaments all around them. <laughs> so, Christmas movie. Uh, okay, so this is where this is where I go. These two movies are the exact same thing. They are action movies mm-hmm. that happen to be set around Christmas time. They are not Christmas movies because mm-hmm. to me, a Christmas movie is a movie that is focused on Christmas. It, it, it has something to do with Christmas. This movie. Both of these movies could have taken place on the 4th of July, which, let's be honest, that's probably when both of them came out because they are summer blockbusters. But yeah. And nothing about the story changes. The Christmas doesn't affect it. It just happens to be in December when this happens. That, to me, is why they are not Christmas movies. They are movies set around Christmas time. You could make that argument then about um, It's a Wonderful Life. He could have had could. this revelation at any time. It's not really a Christmas movie. You absolutely and yet, could. And the only time you see the damn thing is Christmas. There's a good reason, <laughs> I've, there's never, there's a good reason I've never seen that movie. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're saying, though. Yes. Like, Miracle on 34th Street is surrounded by Santa Claus. A Christmas story is about a kid wanting a Christmas present. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But to me, all the Christmas accoutrement, even though it was a summer blockbuster, makes to me, Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. And again, this is why it's a, it's a disagreement that we've never been able to come. And will never be solved. We never will, no. <laughs> but now I add, I submit a third one. Now, you haven't seen this movie. I saw the screening for it the other night. Mm-hmm. It fits right in there with these two. And this one, to me, might be the most Christmas of all of them, and it's Violent Night, which is Santa goes to this very large estate, very rich family, to deliver the presents. He's kind of a down-on-luck. Down, not down on his luck, but he's, he's just down on the dump Santa because in modern day, no one, everybody is very greedy, very self, selfish yeah. and not selfless. And he just kind of doesn't see the point in doing right. what he's been doing for all these years. And at this particular estate, there is a, a group of people who are robbing the owners of the family. There's a very large sum of money there and they want million dollars. Yep. 
They want the money. Well, Santa gets caught up and has to take care of business. He has to <laughs> he has to handle the bad guys. And it's 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 a very far fetched stretch because we all see Santa as this seventy year old jolly you know individual. Yeah. Meanwhile, we get David Harbor from Stranger Things, who's you know six foot five and is is kicking butt. And it's I, I told you when I got in the other day, it's a bad movie, and I don't mean that in a mean a bad way. It's just no one's gonna look at this and go, "That's a perfect story. That's a great story." Yeah. It's a it's a popcorn movie as you called yeah, it. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. You just watch it for you for enjoy. You're not going to learn anything. There's no moral to the story. Oh, be uh, good or Santa's going to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's but you're, that, that and I would agree with you because Santa being fully involved and I've seen the trailer, the naughty and nice list. Uh, that makes it probably closer to a Christmas movie than either Lethal Weapon or Die Hard. Well, what I love about it, there's a scene in it that, to me, it shows that he is Santa in a best way. He's just gotten done taking out about four or five people, and there's this little girl who her parents tell her to help make her Christmas wish feel better. They tell her that this walkie-talkie, which the dad got out of a basement, is a direct line to Santa. He won't be able to answer back because he's got so much work to do, but if you talk in it, he can hear you. Well... He gets a hold of a radio from one of the bad guys, so he's able to talk to this girl. She kind of becomes the the reason he's doing this, is yeah. to protect the girl. Well, the girl is hiding in the attic, and she's talking to him, and she goes, Santa, these are bad guys. What do you do to bad guys? He goes, I give them lump of, lumps of coal. And she goes, she goes, yeah, lumps of coal right up there. And he goes, whoa, 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 we're still trying to keep you on the nice list. <laughs> and it's a perfect moment. Yeah. He's just gotten done killing three people, <laughs> but he's still worried about this little girl. He goes, no, 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 we're trying to keep you on the nice yeah. list here. And it's just a great moment of, wow, he is kind of actually Santa. Santa. He really is. <laughs> so I would submit that's a Christmas movie in an action form. Sure. Those other two don't have what that has. It's Christmas. This movie is around and about Christmas. There just happen to be people doing bad things on Christmas. Absolutely, I I can see your argument, and I can't disagree. You're you're not wrong. Lethal Weapon still a Christmas movie to me, and that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But all right, so just like if our friend Stutz was here, he and I would oh, be almost coming to blows oh, about Lethal Weapon versus Die Hard. Oh, to him, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, yep. and that's fine. All right, so now here's the thing: we're, as we move on to the next topic, which mm-hmm. is what is that Christmas movie you have to see? In the Christmas season, whether either you have to watch it to get in the Christmas spirit or just it's a tradition to you that somewhere between now and December 25th, you got to see this movie. Are either of those movies that? Yeah. Really? There's there's three movies. Okay. Three. Okay. That I, and one of them I sometimes make time for, I don't. Uh, Scrooged, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I always watch Lethal Weapon. Okay. Always watch Lethal Weapon. And you're going to laugh. I'm glad you're seeing that. Love Actually. Oh, I okay. always watch Love. And now, if you couldn't find two movies that are further apart than the Lethal Weapon and Love Actually. <laughs> no, but, I agree. But I, and and Bev despises Love Actually. She thinks it is really? the, one of the worst movies. She thinks it's cheesy and corny, and it is. Mm-hmm. That's why I like it. But there are parts of Love Actually that... Uh, I'm almost like the Grinch. You know, my my heart will grow three sizes that day watching that movie. Uh, speaking of that, I do have three movies, mm-hmm. and they are there. They have s- some form of order to them. Uh, at some point between now and December 25th, mm-hmm. I have to watch the Jim Carrey Grinch. It's the one I grew up on, and okay. it's just it's kind of that thing for me. The other two are growing up, up until my entire life. Every year we would go over to my grandparents, and the only thing that would be on all the TVs, and there were like two or three TVs, one in the basement for the kids and all that, a Christmas story just played on yeah. a loop. 
and you oh, just yeah. kind of came in and came out as you did. That has to happen. We get up in the morning, turn on a Christmas story, go over to my mom's, turn on a Christmas story, go over to my dad. Same thing. It just has to be on in the background. It's almost as necessary as the tree. Yes. I And that it is at our house, too. Yeah. And I'll bet hates that movie also, but it's like, no, put it on. By noon, I hate that movie. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, we've seen it 37,000 times. But it's almost, uh, Aaron, when Aaron and I, my wife, started dating, she kind of saw it. She goes, why do you guys do this? I was like, because even though you're not going to watch it, by the end of the day, you'll have seen the whole movie at least once. Yes. Just because you'll come in at different times, and you'll see that. And whole- there are parts of it that I will always sit and watch when... Ralphie drops the the lug bolts yes. and says fudge. I love the, the line. Which, um, by the way, can we talk about how that is not aged well, that she calls the mom and you could hear the mom what? smacking the child <laughs> in the background? That is not aged particularly well, well but it's, okay. It's the 1930s or 40s. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and the scene where uh, the narrator describes his dad working in curses like other artists work in paints in, and, and oils. <laughs> yes, no, I know. It's like that's one of my favorite. And, and Dove describes me that way sometimes. I, so it's like I love Darren McGavin. To me, it gets me every yeah. time. I, I've seen it a thousand times. Oh, I know yeah. it's coming when he comes downstairs in that bunny suit, and the first thing his dad says is, "He looks like a deranged Easter bunny." <laughs> it's just no like the he's least a pink yeah, nightmare, the least supportive dad on the planet, right there. And he's a dad who genuinely probably does love his kids. But oh, absolutely, like, he looks like a deranged well, he, Easter. He bunny. bought him the BB gun, yep. so of course he loves him. Yes. Now, what's your third movie? Uh, this is the third, and we're going to do this here any day now mm-hmm. when we put up the Christmas tree, uh, White Christmas. Bing Crosby, Bing Crosby. White Christmas. I grew up on that movie. My, my, my grandma made yeah. sure we always watched it. It's, it's not a, a gr- it's not a bad movie. It's not a movie that I particularly like, I like, Oh God, I can't wait. But it's the same time. Even if I have no desire to watch it whatsoever, as soon as I put it on, there's two hours where I just disappear and I'm locked into it. I enjoy it. I have fun with it. It's just such a it, it's such a perfect movie for me. And Aaron knows it. She's like she's like so White Christmas and put up the tree. Sure, yep, let's do it. And I, I I'm absolutely love it. I enjoy everything. We sing along. We have a great time with it. That's not. There's another one. Holiday Inn. Right? No, it's where Bing Holiday Crosby. Inn goes through all the all the different holidays. Yeah. Isn't the song White Christmas in Holiday Inn too? It might be. Yes. Okay. Bing Crosby and uh, Danny. Danny Kay. Yeah, they are traveling performers who are going up to Vermont. To perform in a and uh, there's two women that travel two women with and them. They one find of them's uh, Rosemary, right? Ro- uh, yeah, Rosemary yeah. Clooney. Rosemary Clooney, and they find out that the the person who owns the inn is their former general, who is it's down on his luck. And I've they, seen they, it. I just haven't yeah. seen it a lot. It's it's just it's a great movie, and I really do enjoy it. So it's it's but it's one of those ones where I I, I can't the two go together. They have to. It's right. like like a Christmas story on Christmas Day. I need both of those things, and then once once it happens, I'm in. The Grinch I can watch any time, and it doesn't necessarily yeah. get me in the Christmas mood. But as soon as I listen, I see White Christmas, and I listen to it, and all that, it's like, all right, now I now I get it. Now we can <laughs> now we can turn on the radio and listen to the music and all That's that. That's how I am with Love Actually. Yeah. Once I watch Love Actually, like okay, it could be Christmas now for a for, for a few days. Yeah. I don't got a month of Christmas spirit in me. I get about a week, so you can get about a week of Happy Christmas, Brian. Yeah, and that's it. After that, after that week is gone, now it's aggravated that you won't leave me alone about it, Brian. <laughs> it's, fair. it's fair. So yeah, those are, those are the ones for me. Uh, now, like I said, we have Esquire's top fifteen Christmas movies ever. So these are of all the movies ever made. These are them. I'll give you the list, and then we'll kind of see: Did they miss anything? Do we like how they put it? Like I said, there's one movie on here I have never seen, never heard of. You said you'd heard of it, 
don't know anything about it. There yeah. are little descriptions. So, and I kind of want to see as we go along if you can kind of guess where we're where they're going with all this. All right, so number fifteen, the claymation Rudolph and the Red Nosed Reindeer. Okay, not a movie, but okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like it. Uh, again, not a movie again, but a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, no. Yep. No. 13. I think this one is way too low for where it is, but I'm also curious because I don't know that you'd be a fan of this mm-hmm. movie. This is Aaron's favorite Christmas movie. We She watches it pretty much every day during Christmas time. Uh, Elf. Uh, Elf is okay. Yeah, it so may be, that actually may be low on the list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think it you. should be down. I should think it'd be a lot higher. Now, again, I grew up on it. I, I like Will Ferrell. So I, this is the one I'd never heard of. The apartment. A single man, Jack Lemon, yep. lets his coworkers use his residence for their affairs. But when it, but then falls in love with his boss's mistress, Shirley MacLaine. Mm-hmm. Billy Wilder's 1960 comedy won the Academy Award for Best Picture. With good reason, it's one of America's cinema's all-time greats, and that it turns, and that in turn makes it one of the best all-time Christmas movies. Uh, I've I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever watched it because okay. it's a lot of chat, a lot of talking, and a lot of. It's one of those weird. It's in the. Um, it's in this weird area where it's not. A 1940s movie, but it's not one of those grittier sort of late 60s movies. It's in that dead zone in between that it's like, I don't know. I, I've heard of it, and my, my mom and dad liked it. They yeah. go, oh, it was a great movie. I, it never appealed to me to even watch it. Okay. Uh, next one. I've never seen this movie, I but I also it, it, I can't classify it as a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. even though it is. Uh, and it's also not a movie. It's a, it's an animation, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's a terrific Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah. I, I give, it, to me, it feels like a Halloween movie, but I, I understand it, why. It's actually both. That's why it's yeah. actually good to yeah. me. Uh, a Christmas Carol, number 10. Okay. And again, there's been so many of those. Yes. That I, which I, which one? Pick. <laughs> um, uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol. So a Christmas Carol back-to-back, this one with the Muppets. Okay. Now we, get, now we are officially into the, this is the top eight. Okay. Number eight, Bad Santa. No. Billy Bob Thornton. I, to no. me, I agree with you. It's not a... I couldn't even get through the movie. I tried to okay. watch it, and it was like, oh, this is... I can't. I can't. I walked away. We mentioned this one many times so far, <clears throat> A Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. Yeah. Just to give you a, a fair... A classic. Idea. People yeah. love it. It's Just not to... one of my favorites, but I know... I understand it. It's, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Yeah. Just to give you a heads up, Lethal Weapon and Die Hard are not on this. Well, I did, Just, wouldn't imagine yeah. they would be. <laughs> now we're into the... Now, here's the top six, and I, every one of these, I think at some point we've mentioned along the way, or... Well, they, they they relate. Mm-hmm. Number six, you mentioned this one, Scrooged. Bill yep. Murray Scrooged. I yep. love that movie. I think it's great. Terrific movie. It's phenomenal. It, it, it is the, I would say it's probably about the least Christmassy of movies, even though it applies. It's a modern day telling yeah. of it, but it's it's that one where like I almost feel like other than the pull, like the, the TV sh- uh, show they're going to put on, it's like there, there's not really any Christmas to it for yeah. a reason because he's Scrooge and he doesn't want any right. of it. But uh, number five, it seems to be on everybody's list. Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. It, it is no matter what. It, it, that's another one that Violent Night. I think it, it fits right in there because it is Die Hard meets Home Alone. So it, it's and it's another one you could make the argument about it being a Christmas movie because it could happen in June. It absolutely could. Yeah. Uh, it, it does have great homage. Uh, Violent Night does pay great homage to Home Alone, though. There's a, a scene in there that's. It almost could be taken right out of Home Alone, and it's perfect. It's hilarious. It reminds you almost yeah. watch that scene, and then you look at your you think. I kind of want to watch Home Alone now. <laughs> I, I really do. Um, number four, White Christmas. Like okay, I said, your favorite. Be there. Uh, I, I'm curious. Can you get the top three? I oh, named God. quite a few. Probably not. If It's a Wonderful Life is not on there. It is. You, it is? Okay, it is. so It's a Wonderful Life. I can't think of what 
I mean, you've named all the ones that I would think are, you know, Christmas Carol. Number three. Uh, what about uh, The Bishop's Wife? Nope. Nope. Um, all movies from here on were made... When did this movie... I don't know if they have a year on here. I would say, yeah, all these movies, other than It's a Wonderful Life. So the last two were made 80s or later. They've, really? They, yeah. The other two. Christmas Story is number three. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. Okay. And in this one I've seen, I do not like this movie, nor do I think it should be on the list, but everybody holds it in such high regard that I don't know why. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. No, well, that's, it's a funny movie. I, I like Christmas Vacation. It's not, I wouldn't put it on the must-watch list, player. but I know a lot of people have it on their must-watch list. And then number one, It's a Wonderful Life. Well, yeah, which I'm not a fan of that movie at yeah. all. I find it a little tedious. So let me ask you, was there a Christmas movie that got left off? Yeah, Lethal Weapon. Now, again, I, <laughs> now again, I only did the love top actually. 15. I love actually. But love now, actually. again, I only did the top 15. The list yeah. was the top 60, but I'm not. we're not going to go through 60 yeah, movies. No. So it may have been on the list, but it might have been outside right, the 15. Right. So for you, Love Actually would be one? Yeah, Love Actually to me is uh, your white Christmas. Okay. I, I, I watch that at some point. Bev will leave the house, and that will go on, and I will be in a good mood when she comes home. I will say the uh, the, the whiteboard scene where he's for Kira Knightley, it's a great scene. I really liked it. Now, he's, he's holding up the flashcards for her. There's two elements of that of that movie that resonate with me, and it's not what you would think. I like that scene, but yeah, I love the rock star and the manager mm-hmm. when you realize these two guys are in love, and it's not... You know, it's just these two dudes that love each other. And I love Liam Neeson with his stepson. Yeah. I think that those two aspects, because it to me, the movie is all aspects of love. You have the unrequited love. You have the romantic love. You have the older couple that are their love is falling apart. But it's the it's the Liam Neeson and the uh, the rock star that get, Liam Neeson, especially <clears throat> when it's, you realize when you finally realize. This boy is in no way related to him. His, the father died, he married the mother, then the mother died, now it's just him and this boy who's yep. not really his relation, and yet he loves this kid. They go to the airport to find this girl, and he helps him helps him understand what love is. It's like To me, is like, that's perfect. I honestly, over the last eight years, had the opinion Brian's heart was... <laughs> robot thing everybody when i tell them i love love actually they get that look on their face like who are you and have the pod people landed in your backyard i would have i I keep waiting for him to finish the title of love actually died tonight that's what i keep waiting for that we haven't gotten yet uh the other one and this is again this is a product of when i was born my my generation and all Mm -hmm. that a santa claus tim allen's santa claus i think that is a great christmas movie it's a fun different way of telling it because everybody's yeah. Santa just exists what happens if what happens when Santa is done and we need a new Santa it's a it's a cool way of doing it obviously the the second one was good third one absolute phone in there's a Disney I, show now but yeah to me the the Tim Allen Santa Claus it, it's a great Christmas movie yeah I've just, seen the first one the first one. I haven't seen the either of the sequels and I'm kind of curious I have to admit about the the series yeah. I don't know how many episodes it I, is but it's like okay if we're gonna bring it back and it feels like Almost a, a sequel to the original rather than what they did with Martin yeah. Short and that stuff. Although, 
I'm not against either of the sequels. I just never yeah. got around to seeing them. The second one was good because the second one he has to find a Mrs. Claus. Okay. So it's like Santa speed dating, and it's it's funny for that. I've, the third one I've seen one time, and I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even finish it. It was just <laughs> that bad. Uh, the second one was fun. It was good. It was enjoyable. Uh, but the first one to me, if they didn't make anyone else, it, it's just a great yes. curse. And then the other one, That's and true. this is totally a joke. Please, no one take this seriously. But I enjoy it anyway. Is Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh yeah, because it's it's a it's a funny movie. But once I got into my late twenties, I started realizing this is real. If you wait too long to Christmas shop, you could literally get into a, a battle royale trying to get a hold of a toy. I remember my sister going, "I really want." I don't remember what it was. She goes, "I really want this for Christmas." I told my mom and dad. Don't worry, I'm going to get it for her. Sounds good. A week before <laughs> Christmas, my mom calls me. Hey, you got that whatever. And my, sis- my sister's about five years younger than me. She goes, you got that. And I was like, it's like, oh, crap. No, I'm going to run out today. She goes, no, they aren't there anymore. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> See, so it was me sprinting around everywhere. Tickle Me Elmo mm-hmm. was one of those. I'm old enough. The Cabbage Patch Kids. I remember I worked in retail, and I remember seeing <laughs> two women... Actually, have a fist fight over a cabbage patch doll, and I was in my twenties. It was like, what in the hell is going on? It's a I, doll. I remember the big ones. <laughs> the big ones in my generation were there were three. Uh, one was the Pokemon craze. Everybody wanted yeah. Pokemon. I can remember asking my parents for that. It was I got a little box, which was about five packs yeah. of Pokemon cards, and my dad literally made the joke. He's like, I had to skin a nine-year-old to Just get about, that. Just about, yes. Uh, it was the Tamagotchi, which I never got into. My sister and brother had one of those. And then there was one I remember wanting. I wanted this so bad, and I got it. And I played with it for about two minutes before I realized this is a cash grab. It was the robot dog. It was a little robot dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, it would bark. If you moved, it would move. It would do a little flip, which, by the way, anyone thinking a dog can do a backflip? It, it can't. It, it can't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe some can if you train them to, but no. And I played with it for about two minutes, and then I realized, this thing sucks. I, <laughs> I don't want this anymore. But, yeah, I remember those were the big ones. And But as I watch that movie now, as I get older, I start realizing, like, this struggle is real. Oh, absolutely. Christmas is a mess. As a kid, you don't notice it. You're walking around, look at all the lights, look at all the toys. There's Santa. As you get older, you realize, that's overpriced. Why is that there? Why do, where, where is this? How do I find this sweater? I need this sweater. Oh, we don't have it. Order it. Order it right now. What? And why am I fighting over some stupid toy that in 20 minutes of having it, you're not going to even want it anymore. But see, I would have no problem with doing all that if at the end of it I get to be in a parade as Turbo Man. <laughs> I just want to be Turbo Man at the end of the he. By the way, the fact that the costume in the uh, parade mm-hmm. was a fully functioning superhero suit, yeah. let's, we can talk about that another time. But it, it, Quite again, a budget they had for yeah. a parade, yes. <laughs> like, we, we all know the Detroit Parade, they have a jet pack as part of the uh part of the actually flies. You didn't yeah, know that? I would absolutely love it. Uh, again, not a great movie. It's a silly slapstick movie, but it's one of those other ones that where it's like, if it's on, I give it time. Like I may not yeah. watch all of it, but I'll give it time, and I kind of kick back and, and enjoy it for a little while. It's got some funny lines to it. It's got some interesting stuff. Yeah, you know, we've all been there where we we want to get in and get out, and the store won't open because it's two minutes away from opening time. So it, it, and the it, guy standing on the other side watching his watch as the mob presses the glass yeah. like it's the Walking Dead. Yeah, and oh, you've got yeah. Schwarzenegger because of two minutes you won't open the door <laughs> because of two minutes. So it's it's very yeah, uh, it, it, it's just fun. But those are movies that I like. I don't have to see them every year, but if they happen to be on, I have no problem going. You know what? I can I can watch this for a few minutes. I'm I'm. I have no problem with it. 
Yeah, that there's a there's an old movie, The Bishop's Wife, okay. with Cary Grant and David Niven. It's Bev's favorite Christmas movie. I could take or leave it, but it has its moments, and I will sit. And that's that's my Turbo Man sort of. It's like I don't. It's like yeah, this is okay. It's like, and Bev's like, oh, it's not Christmas without this. Like no, it kind of is. It kind of it's is. not Christmas without Lethal Weapon to me. <laughs> I have to break it to you. Christmas is going to happen either way. (laughs) Well, that's true. But for me, in my heart, until I see those two movies, Love Actually, Lethal Weapon, and Lethal Weapon is usually a Christmas day or Christmas Eve for me. It's usually if I'm working, it's always on. Somebody puts it on TV. That's how you also know it's a Christmas movie. (laughs) So if I'm working and I'm working the overnight on a Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. I will find Lethal Weapon and I will sit and watch Lethal Weapon because I can walk away and come back because I've seen it a hundred times. Not to get off topic, my big problem with that is if I watch, it's almost like, uh, like certain snacks. If I watch one, I have to watch all of them. I, I I can't watch Lethal Weapon and then just go, all right, I'm done. It's like, Lethal Weapon 2. All right, I need Lethal Weapon 3. Even though it was very bad, I need Lethal Weapon 4 because this completes the saga of these two. And it's like, I, I, I can't just finish Lethal Weapon 1 where they shoot Gary Busey and then it does that cheesy freeze frame. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, give me a second one. Let's go. Come on. No, see, I'm fine with just the first one. The first one to me is the is perfect. It's a great movie. The rest of them are okay. That, you know, I don't love them like you do. They're they're okay. Mm-hmm. I like by the time we got the three, it was like I now I'm tired of these guys. You know, this guy was suicidal before. Now he's not. Now he's married, and he's well, you know. And the fact of the matter is, like three of his kids graduate college, and he's still saying I'm too old for this. Yes. One of them was in diapers when the first movie happened. <laughs> yes. She's in college at the end of it. And it's like you were too old for this thirty no, years I'm ago. Way too old for yeah. this. <laughs> So and I agree yeah. and I and I think that's why the fourth one is so great is because both of them are way too old for this. Yes. And what's bad is if Mel Gibson is too old for this and he was young in the first one, Danny Glover should be dead by now. <laughs> like, there's no reason he should still be alive. In a wheelchair, lethal yeah. weapon in a wheelchair. That's what the fifth one's going to be: lethal weapon, the retirement home. Someone's <laughs> stealing everybody's retirement pension and they've got to solve it. And all the nurses walking by go, "We know you're too old for yeah. this." <laughs> well, I also need the other three because they have Joe Pesci, and Joe Pesci was just a great com- like completion. Of yeah, that, of that to it. So, yeah, he was a great comic relief yeah. in those movies. So, That's true. Look, it, it, it's Christmas time. It's always fun and it's enjoyable. These are kind of those movies that you don't watch for twelve months out of the or eleven months out of the right. year. And that twelfth month, they they just become a part of the tradition. You you yeah. have to have them, and it, it's enjoyable and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I will say though, as we wrap this one up, Brian did get it wrong. Those are not Christmas movies. <laughs> they will never be Christmas movies. They are great action movies set around Christmas time. And I will just let you remind you that you are, in fact, wrong. Those are Christmas movies. Unfortunately, I have the ability to edit this show. So that last <laughs> sentence will never make it in. It'll just be what I said right there. No, look. Happy holidays to everybody. This is a, this is fun. We always appreciate doing this. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird, Brian. I mean, I don't know if we'll get any more episodes out between now and the first of the year, but we started this thing in March. Like, I, I was looking back the other day and scrolling. Oh, really? I was like, we've been doing this thing a lot longer than I thought. Technically, we've been doing the show almost as long as we've known each other we just used to do it in the studio and no yeah. one was recording yeah it's weird <laughs> we, we, we'd be on like season nine right now if we had just thought to 
like, and what's weird is we were in the room with microphones. We just yes. had to hit a button. The thing we do every day for our job, all we had to do was do it yes. one time, and we never did. It was just bickering and arguing and debating and carrying on. It's and there's been some great fights, and we haven't even gotten to half of them yet. That's what's insane. We we've left some of them off the table, and we might have to bring them in <laughs> because uh, Lord knows there have been some nights where I've stayed. I've stayed to the point where my wife calls me and goes, where are you? And that's at 4 o'clock in the morning, so it tells you that I've stayed a little longer than I should have. And there's been nights when I've called you because you got mad, you turned almost purple, you were so angry, and stormed out of the room. It's like, dude, I was just messing with you. I'm really, <laughs> none of this is serious to it's me. It's not a Christmas movie! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us here on You've Been Watching. He is, because you always say you are, he I am. is Brian Morton. I am. You are. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Ho, 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 Stop ho, ho. Me that. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> dear Lord, I'm Eric Torsh. We'll talk again soon.